100,000 supporters to descend on the Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium in Port Elizabeth tomorrow for the launch of its local government manifesto. The official program starts at 10 a.m. The ANC Secretary-General, Gwede Mantashe, today says the party is implementing the constitutional court judgment that found the president had breached the constitution. In our interaction with our people, they continue to demonstrate their utmost confidence in the ANC while acknowledging weaknesses, challenges uh, in some areas. This is both in ANC strongholds and in areas where the ANC did not perform well in 2011 local government elections and even in the by-elections. Um, if we continue at the pace we've started, I'm sure we'll gain some few wars that we didn't control after 2011 elections. The, the people speak confidently of tangible change they have seen in their lives as a result of the work of the NC government. We are satisfied with the turnaround that the municipality has witnessed following the NEC intervention in the region last year. The NC is convinced that the people of Nelson Mandela will give the NC a renewed mandate on the 3rd of August 2016 to build on the work that has already been done. The Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium, which all 46,000 people inside, will be filled to capacity as will be the, over, the overflow facilities. The Nelson Mandela Metro region alone has more than 40,000 people confirmed to attend the manifesto rally with the balance of those expected to come from neighboring regions in the province. I can confirm that I've been to three of those regions. I've been to Chris and Amatol. I've been to Sarah Bartman. People are enthusiastic. They are coming to the manifesto launch. Uh, more than 1,000 buses and 600 taxes will ferry supporters from across the province. Other provinces committed to send buses here the Free State, Gauteng, KZN, and Western Cape are expected to support the rally with each, bringing a minimum of 10 passes. There will be strict access control measures enforced around the stadium to ensure minimal disruption to residents and businesses around the area. That is very important. When we have a manifesto launch of the NC, it must not pose a threat to business people and residents around that area. Uh, it must reflect an old movement that is uh, civilized and representing the most advanced uh, sections of society. Road closures will be, effect, will, will be in fact on Milner Avenue, Prince Alfred Road, Fetus Road. Only residents and business operating in these areas will have access to these roads. Prohibited items at the stadium include firearms, dangerous weapons, alcohol, as well as any t-shirt or placard that are insulting or divisive. The gates of the stadium will open at 8. The NC Secretary General goes on to say that the party is watching carefully lectures provided by institutions such as the Public Protector and the Constitutional Court by going public after making judgments or recommendations. He says this is now done by Constitutional Court through a series of lectures. One of the things that we've been critical of the public protector is the question of going public on issues. Uh, We're seeing that developing in the Concord now, that they give a judgment, we respect it, we accept it, we say it must be prevented. You're being now a series of 
lectures given by the Concord. It's, it's something that is strange, and uh, we're monitoring very closely that because if it happens that, that institutions will become populist instead of doing what is expected of them to do uh, in terms of the Constitution. So that aspect will always be critical of that kind of a behavior. As far as I'm concerned, the Concord has given a judgment, was saying to the institutions and our members in Parliament and everywhere, implement the judgment of the Concord, don't argue with it. That's what we're saying. Uh, National Treasurer, do your assessment, give the, the money that must be paid by the President, you will pay that money. We all agree on that. Now, once there is another parallel process of lectures all over, uh, then that issue is going to, to, to open a new chapter that will lose the judgment and deal with the lectures. That's it. NC Secretary General Greta Mantasha. So do you agree with him? Are you equally concerned about these public lectures by the Constitutional Court and the Public Protector after making judgments or recent findings? You're welcome to comment on this. 34701 at SAFM Midday Live and you'll find me at Darshan Mudli. Our reporter Angela Bulawana joins us from that ANC press briefing that happened just a short while ago. Angela, thanks for your time. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Dashan. So uh, the ANC Secretary-General says the party is, is ready for this uh, launch and, of course, that the residents of Port Elizabeth are still loyal to the organization. What else has he said today? Well, um, it does seem like the ANC is really ready for the launch. They are waiting for four trains from the free state. They are waiting for 3,000 taxis from all over the country and 4,000 buses from all over the country. So it looks like it is going to be quite a big occasion. They are they are waiting for a hundred. They are expecting 110,000 people to descend at the stadium. This means that they are also going to have to have two overflow rooms where people will be accommodated. So it's quite it's quite a big occasion on on, on Saturday. Angela Bolawani, thanks for joining us. Of course, she'll be reporting this weekend from the ANC's manifesto launch. Also joining us in Port Elizabeth at the manifesto launch tomorrow is Ungama Mtimka. He's a, he lectures political journalism at the Nelson Mandela Metro University and is also a former spokesperson for the municipality. Ungama, thanks for joining us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Dashan. Good afternoon to the listeners as well. You know, we, we're talking so much about this manifesto launch, but I wonder how much we know about what is a manifesto and, and why is it so important to us as voters. So perhaps that's a good place to start. W- what is a manifesto? Thank you so much uh, for asking the question, Dashan. Uh, quickly, the, a manifesto is nothing uh, more than declaration of intent, uh, policies and objectives from a political party or a president that's contending or a candidate that's contending for a particular uh, position during an election uh, so that they can be voted for. In short, it's why you should vote for me uh, type of uh, document. And the importance of it is that in, a, in an ideal situation, how election outcomes are determined or how citizens behave should be a function of their objective assessment of one, how have the political parties that are contending have assessed the challenges that confront the nation 
and what solutions are they providing and which among the competing political parties has got the best in terms of solution, solutions to those problems which they assert for the nation. And we've, begin, we've begun to see this discussion um, in university campuses where voting behavior is no longer a function of predetermined loyalties but a, a rather an assessment of what it is that the, politi- the student bodies promised during an election and they are, and the voting gets to be uh, influenced by that. So how is it all put together? You know, sometimes these things just uh, get presented to us as a list, but we, we often don't know where they come from. So, you know, do we take all South Africans' opinions and input on this? Because surely we speak on different issues here. Uh what what happens, Darshan, is that, I mean, first of all, South Africa uses a, a representative democracy, which means that we don't consult with every citizen or government doesn't consult necessarily with everyone in the country in order to arrive at a particular decision. So a system of representation uh, takes place through the various political parties which represent various interests across uh, the country. So what then happens is political parties... I know, for example, the ruling party would have a conference, a policy conference, as well as an elective conference, where the agenda for the next uh, five years is determined, both for the party as well as the government. But what's important to note is that those do not come for, fall from the sky or get determined based on what the political party itself, independent of what the, the issues and the challenges are in the country, determines. So it gets to be informed by the challenges that are out there in the country. And I must say that political parties in South Africa, there's consensus as to what are the challenges that are confronting Mm -hmm. us as South Africans. And then what then happens is that based on the perceptions about what role a state should play in the economy, then policy proposals come framed along those ideological, different ideological lines. Ongame, it was good chatting with you. Ongame Timka joins us tomorrow at the ANC's manifesto launch. So do tune in then. The ANC-